Welcome, everyone, to the official podcast of Legends Anonymous. I am but one of your many hosts tonight. My name is Dr. Legend. You can find me at any amazing place in the world of Azeroth. And with us today are the esteemed council members of Legends Anonymous, the greatest guild in the world. Coming to us live from the Northern California region, we have Marcus. How you doing? Doing good, brother. How you doing, man? Not bad. He is also my brother, and you can see just by looking at him, he is genetically inferior in every way. <laughs> Coming us from the rolling hills of Canada, it's our favorite mage, Failure. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you doing? Life is good. Can't complain because I'm in America. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Don't get hurt. You made it. Three minutes. Three minutes, <laughs> three minutes I think. <laughs> That was a minute and a half. Uh, <laughs> also, from the rising tides of Somalia, we must bow our heads in respect for the people. Because Zelganus is here! How you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> now NSA is tracking our call. Yes! Oh, okay. yes it's over! And finally, oh, Andrix here. Alright, guys, how you doing? Good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's about what I expected. Coming, coming from, from the bottom of the helimeters. Coming from the oh, <laughs> I gave up trying to heal this raid. Like that's... Yes. yes. So everybody, we are Legends Anonymous, the greatest guild in the world, and especially on the Sargeras server. Uh, what we're doing is basically coming to you guys as our guild, presenting us as a whole, and talking about this amazingly wonderful game that we all love and play and play religiously, ridiculously, and constantly. So the first thing we'd like to start off with is talking about uh, who we are as a guild and uh, what we do. So this guild was started by my brother and I. We kind of, we've been playing uh, since, since Wrath. We're Wrath babies. And a little introduction about, you know, just us personally. Yeah, I started Wrath. I made a paladin. I made it back in the day, before there was dual specialization. Okay, you only had one <laughs> talent tree. You worked your way up, and when you got that final talent, it was good. And after you got, it was all said and done, you had to work your way up, clawing through gear without Group Finder, without LFR. You asked, you talked to people. You said, hey, <laughs> I need your help. Please follow me. And then we went, and we conquered, and it was great. But yeah, so I, I play many characters. I'm only good at two. My paladin and my priest. Uh, Under whose yeah, uh, I am great! That's, truth here. That's why it says Dr. Legend, okay? I'm not Mr. Uh, Legend. Good is a strong word. Uh, my heels make you feels good. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, I, I took a brief hiatus during CAD. I think everybody did. Um, and uh, I'm also proud to say I met my wife in the amazing world of Azeroth. She's around here somewhere, and she'll probably be coming to bug me later. So if you see her, <laughs> please say hello. So, uh, okay. Let's, we'll go around uh, clockwise, because that's the right-wise. Zell, tell us about yourself, how you get started. Well, I was always, like, in a PlayStation head or a console. I was more into consoles than PC. I've actually... Boo this man! <laughs> <laughs> uh, previous to, like... Playing WoW, actually, I've never played a cons uh, like a PC game, never played an MMORPG. So, I the way that I got into this game was actually quite funny. I uh, made a bet with a friend, and he bet me that I wouldn't get addicted if I started playing the game. And 
This wasn't lost that money, fucking was bet it? real quick. Yeah, I lost <laughs> that bet obviously, yeah. and he stopped playing shortly after I got hooked. So as as it often goes, um, started off with the night elf druid, then fell in love with the shaman. I've been playing shaman ever since. I've been healing since BC. Started raiding in Wrath, and now I'm in this guild. So. You could tell that my luck is going down, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> no, wow. but it's been really, really great. Really? I met up with Marcus and and Rain about, I think, right before 5.4, I think it was. Right after that, 5.4. Nope. Yeah, and then I joined what used to be our old guild, and then we joined you guys back in Sargeras now with Legends Anonymous. So, yeah, everything's pretty good. Awesome. It's good to hear it. Well... I know this guy has a great story to tell, so Andrik, please take it away. Uh, let's see. Well, um, started playing WoW and Vanilla, named a hunter until all the way in Old War, where I switched to a resto shaman. And I've been healing ever since, except when I got into this guild and I wanted to kill myself. Wait, you can heal? That's what he does? <laughs> I I'll link the logs him. later. I'll link the logs later. <laughs> <laughs> we can look for centiles and really super heals. I don't. I don't believe in numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. This game is very in spiritual in that. In that spiritual. They don't have so calculators. They have those abacuses and stuff. So it's really yeah. hard. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to tell how well someone's doing. And, yeah. And finally, uh, one of our other, our last but not least beloved council member, failure. What's up, buddy? Not much. Uh, so I'm failure. I started WoW on day one. I. Uh, Went out after work on the day WoW was launched and bought it, and I have been playing ever since. I took a few small breaks here and there in, in Kata, as everyone did, of course. Um, I started WoW playing a rogue. I played a rogue for all of vanilla. And then in BC, I kind of uh, dabbled in pretty much every class. I tanked. I healed. I DPSed. I did pretty about, probably about seven or eight different characters in BC and into uh, Wrath of the Lich King. And then I took some breaks here and there, joined some different guilds, didn't really like them very much, kept joining different guilds, continued to not like them until uh, last fall uh, I joined a guild called Legend of Anonymous on my mage, Failure, and thought, eh, these people don't suck too bad, so I'll hang around. For oh, <laughs> yes. that, I was and, that, and that takes us to where we are today. I was going <laughs> to say, you and my brother have something in common, he tanks every class too. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, wow. I was going to be nice to you when I introduced myself, but now <laughs> that's a lie and you know it. All right. I guess my brother's going to say something real quick. So take uh, it away, well, Marcus. All right. Well, as I started playing WoW in Wrath two weeks after launch, uh, my brother. Dr. Legend said, bro, you got to play this game. Bro, you got to play this game. So he, funny story, he boots up the uh, trial version and he says, oh, you love Call of Duty because I love console games, mostly sports games. He makes oh. me roll a hunter and the hunter starting area, dwarf hunter. And he's like, oh, yeah, look, okay, you're going to kill these foxes and then you're going to loot them. I'm like, I run around and kill foxes in this game? Like, what? And loot them for what? What the? F what is this stuff? This is stupid. And I used to make fun of people who played MMOs. I wasn't really a big fan of it. I thought... I had a real bad stigma from friends that played EverQuest. Um, played all through Wrath of Prot Warrior. I've been meaning a Prot Warrior most of my time. Um, started a guild in 5-4. Um, that was Gods Among Legends. Um, that guild didn't work out too well. It had a lot of good memories. Then I started doing hardcore raiding. I joined a couple of top 100 guilds. Didn't like that after a couple weeks. And then 
truth be told, we started Legends Anonymous, and we're here today. So if you're watching this, you're probably on our YouTube channel seeing all the cool stuff that we do, and it's just uh, it's a full-blown, it's literally the only, I work a 9-to-5 job, it's literally all I look forward to. I'm at work, staring at the clock, going, okay, three more hours, and he then wait right time. a ladies and gentlemen, too. Think about this. That's yeah, like, I have a girlfriend. I'm going to email her this recording. Right <laughs> this is all I look forward to. Right after I get off work. And then I go home and masturbate in tears of mustard. <laughs> um, no, but you bring up a good point. We're going to talk about our old guilds and you know where we come. I'd love to we're gonna give a little history about us. And I also want to talk because I'm sure there's some great stories from these guys, how they found Legends Anonymous because I'm kind of not involved in recruiting at all. I'm just lazy. I do all the cool, fun shit like this. I do the fun activities. I make sure my brother doesn't piss people off enough to get them to leave. So he brings them in. I just kind of sweet talk him into staying. So um, historically, I raided real hardcore in Wrath. I was in a top realm guild, uh, you know, as a pally tank, and it was one of those raised environments where you're, it was a job. At the same time, I was running a, a guild on a different server that was very casual and social, and I looked forward to that guild. The, the guild's name was called Easily Offended. And I looked forward to playing with those guys way more than I did hardcore rating. I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to give this up. I'm done. And so um, when I had left and I'd quit, my brother and I, hey, we're thinking about coming back during this. Hey, we should start a guild. We should do, you know, another fun thing. He's like, yeah, let's do it. And we try to think of a cool name for like a raiding guild because that's what we, he my brother wanted to do. And I said, oh, let's just make it real cocky. Gods among legends. That sounds awesome. Everyone wants to join a guild. Sounds cool, right? He goes, yeah, yeah, let's do it. So we pay this back in when the guilds actually mattered. When they had all Level 25 shit, guilds. Yeah. Yeah. Those levels. So yep. we bought it. Um, and we started, We, I mean, we ran the guild. And literally, like two weeks after that happened, I set the date for my wedding, and I was AFK for pretty much the entire for, expansion. Yeah. And that's the story of your WoW career. I rated, I rated twice. <laughs> I, I, I rated twice during 5-4. Hardcore with you guys. And you took my it. trinket from. You took Rook's unlucky talisman from you know me, what? You I bastard. still fucking have that trinket. I wear it on my dick. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you can, so talk Seems about Seems like that. an odd place, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll so... briefly go over Gods Among Legends. It was basically trying to do what we're doing now. It just didn't work out so well. I didn't. It was my first time running a guild, so I found a bunch of scrubs, and Zell was one of them. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> No, but, but honestly, like anybody that doesn't know the history, Zell's been with me through Gods Among Legends. He was he was my you know best player, best officer. Um, Zell got me through a lot of the tough times in that guild. But the Zell guild was, was the best player. God, don't you guys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but you know the guild. Andrew, the can guild. You please link those logs. Please <laughs> link oh, those yeah. logs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Don't worry about it. Link his TPS meters. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was it was a good experience though, because I, I learned a lot of lessons of you know what not to do in a guild, and I was trying to do basically everything by myself. And now that I've got you know the four of you helping me run the ship, makes it a hell of a lot easier to do. So it just you know you having guys like Failure and and, and Andrick and and you bro and and Zell, it just makes it a hell of a lot easier. That guild had a shelf life because it just wasn't it, it just wasn't the right group. I didn't. You know, I didn't look for the person. I was just looking for bodies. You know, and that was the one thing I learned from that experience was you got to recruit the person first if you want to have a good long-term guild. Mm -hmm. No, that's right. So, 
after that was all said and done, uh, I was talking about coming back because I, you know, I gotten married and I was um, ready to go. I had nothing to plan. I had nothing to schedule. It's like, what are we doing? So we talked about it for a while. So, all right, we should restructure this guild and get it going, change servers or whatever, get its fresh start. So we went, we went to uh, Sargeras. They said this is the most populated alliance service. Yes, we only play alliance. Huck the Ford, whatever you want to say. Screw those guys. We don't allow people well, in alliance. our guild who even have Horde tunes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a Horde tune. No, that's <laughs> stupid. What? Horde's dumb. Come again? Yeah. Who would ever play that? Uh, Not me. So my brother and I talked. And I said, "Look, we need to make a, we need to bring this guild back, but we need to do it right. And one of the things we need to do is we need to create a different philosophy. So one of the philosophies we had was, like my brother said, bring the player, not the, uh, we well, we're looking for good people, not necessarily good players. We could teach you how to play, but we can't fix a bad attitude, a spoil sport, a sourpuss, things like that. And we have evidence that to." Uh, to prove. I mean, we've had guys come in here who are, you know, just totally shit, trash, horrible, and that was just Andrick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Figured they get laid on having a night. You guys have laid off for like the past two months. So, <laughs> so yeah. but it's 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 a tried and true formula. Like you know, you just remember how bad me and you were, bro. Like and that I and was that you never can't. Bad. I was good at everything I did, yes, and I will well, link the meters. You should have to remember where you came from. Uh, nobody started this game and knew what they were doing. Somebody had to teach them. Somebody pulled me aside and taught me how to t play the game and accepted me just because they wanted to help me. So we extend that to pretty much every person we ever uh, recruited, and it's been very successful. Mm -hmm. Sure. Our recruitment process is, I mean, it's not simple. It's not like apply to the website, link your achievements. We bring you in to our TeamSpeak channel, and we talk to you. We ask you personal questions, and we try to get to feel for your player. We've had players who sounded great on the website, but bring him in a team speak, and they were it was like a fucking train wreck. It was like, oh my god, who is this person? Yeah. It, it, yep. It's it's bad, and you know you have to be selective when you're doing this stuff because these are people you're spending hours of your life with every week, and you want to select mm -hmm. the right people. And I'm I'm very happy to say that everyone we've picked in, in our guild, I love. I love everybody. You know, we we joke, we tease, we we make fun of each other, but I I keep coming back for more, and I know these guys do. I mean, it's not their last day unless it's some sick joke on me. Hey, Zell, we got you. <laughs> Surprise. Hey, Zell, tell the story about how I had to coerce you to come back and re play with me again after what happened oh. with the Gods of Legends. This is a good story. Well, after. Uh... The thing to note about my history with guilds is that I've kind of been a notorious guild hopper throughout the years until I kind of found you guys. Um, every expansion, I tend to find one guild, but you guys were the ones where I really, like, vibed with and got really close with the players. Uh, so after kind of God Among Legend stopped and Marcus decided to take a break, I started again my whole um, guild hopping uh, pattern, and then I ended up finding a guild that I kind of gelled with, you know, it wasn't really where I wanted to be, but they were raiding fairly frequently, so I was able to, like, deal with that. And then someone hits me up out of the blue, uh, saying that he wants to be back. <laughs> uh, and I, at first I was like, you know what, I just recently joined this guild, I committed to them that I was going to heal, like, they had this whole drama that happened, so I was like, I can't just leave them right away, so I told Marcus, you know... I'm uh, glad that you're back, but I can't leave these guys. I just joined them and everything. 
And then he's like, okay, just come into TeamSpeak, you know. So I get into TeamSpeak. I hear, like, you guys having a hell of a fun time. I ended up spending more time in the TeamSpeak that, like, that you guys were at, which I think at the end was uh, not even a TeamSpeak. I think it was, it was a Mumble. Mumble. Yeah, Mumble. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I ended up spending more time with you guys than I did the actual guild. So then that's when I said, you know what? F this, I'm coming back. Coming back home! <laughs> <laughs> Legends never die. Yeah, I heard that and, just, uh, <laughs> and just to get back to what you were saying with like attitude and everything like that, that's so important because a good attitude goes a long way. I mean, you, anyone can DPS. You can fa- you can learn to you can teach people to DPS well, or to get better at DPS. But you can't reform an asshole. Um, you know, and someone who's a a bad seed because that ends up almost poisoning the rest of the guild. Um, so yeah, so definitely, I would say that there is a lot of lesson learned from Gods Among Legends, and we took that into Legends Anonymous, and so far it's been fairly successful. Amazing. Speaking successful. of, how dare you? How speaking dare you? of those assholes, Andrick, how did we find you? <laughs> 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 I think I saw a post on the forums that you'd made, on the official WoW forums, and I think, I'm not sure if I saw it or if Cabela saw it, but one of us saw it, found it, and we talked it over, and I think he talked to you a little bit, and I think I talked to you when I ran out of LFR or something with you, but the whole atmosphere that you were talking to me about was exactly what I'd been looking for for a long time, because ever since, I guess it had been Wrath, I'd been writing hardcore, and I just wasn't... I didn't want to go back to that atmosphere of treating the game more like a job and less like a hobby. Because everyone knows if you're going to do heroic or mythic or whatever you want to call it nowadays, you have to put in an obscene amount of effort and hours, and it's just, it kills you. Like Once you've done it once, you don't want to go back and do it again. So this guild's atmosphere is absolutely perfect for me. I wouldn't, I mean, it's, it's a one-of-a-kind guild for me. I wouldn't pick another guild over it. See, that's a fucking answer, Zell. Write it down. Yeah. Take notes. <laughs> what do you mean? No, no, I, I just I'm another, not trying to suck up another against sub it. question just before we get on to, to failure. So you said you found us on the forums. Is that something like have you joined other guilds based purely on the forum posts or were you bouncing off trade chat or friend recommendations? No. All the other guilds I'd ever been in I'd seen either through chat or I had buddies in the guild already and they just told me to come try them out. So it was the first one I'd really joined from the forums specifically. Like, and the last one you were. Uh, <laughs> we have a, yeah. We have a life path. <laughs> it's, it's in our contract. And finally, uh, hey, failure. So this is. Go ahead, bud. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something there. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I shit. Somewhat, somewhat uh, similar to Andrick. I uh, I saw a post on I believe it was the uh, WoW Guilds Reddit. Um, from Marcus, uh, I read it and thought, Meh, and moved on. And, <laughs> <laughs> My brother, the wordsmith, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and then I, I was sitting in uh, in Stormwind, and I saw you say something in in chat, and, and I was like, I'll give him a whisper. So I was like, Hey, I saw your post. How's it going? Some something <laughs> like that. How's uh, it? <laughs> Slash report. <laughs> and uh, you know, you uh, you said, "Oh yeah, jump in our team speak or mumble, excuse me." And uh, so I did, and uh, we chatted for a bit. And I thought, 
they don't seem like total dicks. So I joined the guild. I had been through a few guilds at that point in, uh, since I had, had come back, uh, probably about eight months prior to that. And, uh, and then uh, you raided the next week, and we went into SSO. This was pretty late in the expansion. Uh, and uh, I just remember thinking sometime around when we were doing Galacrass and... Uh, I think you'll remember oh, the infamous yeah. special tower team. That, that was yes. my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, for those that are not familiar with that, we had some challenges with uh, with completing the towers on Galacras, and Look, uh, I had no fucking problem. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right. Yes. And, and uh, a certain Benny Hill song uh, played over <laughs> people and, and pissing ourselves laughing ensued. And that's sort of when I knew him, like, yeah. This guild, this guild's gonna be a good time, and that uh, the rest is history, as they say. Mm -hmm. I, I knew failure is like the silent killer, because yes. he, he he would talk in Teamspeak like I would have to like get stuff out of you. It wasn't until I think after Normal Imperator where you finally started to open up, because you were just in Teamspeak by yourself, and I was like, oh hey man, how'd you what'd you think of our Normal Imperator kill? He was like, oh yeah, it was awesome, man. It was like all of a sudden, more than like five words came out of Failure's mouth. I was like, oh okay, cool. We've got we've broken the we've broken the Canadian force field. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But even even when we were doing uh, Warlords of Draenor, he was still really quiet. It wasn't until he became a like before he was cool, and then we made him a council member, and now he won't shut up. <laughs> and, and I, I want to give failure a big shout out for becoming a council member because uh, after Smash retired, he stepped up because I had to, I had to tank after one of our tanks uh, decided he needed to take a break, and we were on blast furnace, and I could not raid lead and tank at the same time, and you know I had Zell and Andrick and Doctor Legend doing healing cooldowns, and all of a sudden I hear this Canadian voice come out. <laughs> Why gotta be Canadian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. Canadian accent going. Okay, guys, melt. There's no such thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a myth. Canadians speak the pure English. You guys have an accent. <laughs> because wow. half your country's French, and right? I said, I said, this guy, this guy knows something about the fight because he's calling everything perfect. So then I started talking to him and and I asked him, oh, how long you been reading? Oh, I've been reading since vanilla and. I never raided in vanilla, but I talked to a lot of guys who who had, and they always hated a certain boss, and they said this was the hardest boss ever. So I asked Failure, what was the hardest boss? Without hesitation, he was like, Cthune. Cthune was the worst boss in the history of the world. It took us months to get it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. this, guy's, this guy's got a lot of raiding experience. I should probably listen to him. But yeah, I've been around the block a few times. That's but, what she uh, said. It's okay. Cthune wasn't the worst. He was the best boss. He was just the, one of the hardest. Yeah. I love a challenge. I love the idea of Cthune. I'm, I'm really big on the lore and stuff like that. So when we fight bosses with a lot of history on them and a lot of cool shit that's yes. going on and surrounding them, it makes me want to kill him even more. Especially like with the Lich King. Like all that shit leading up to it. Him in every zone of Northrend just fucking with you. And then finally coming up to where you beat him. I'm like, how do you... Like that wrap to me, Wrath was the last great expansion. There's been some, you know, all the stuff mechanically they've done up to that point has been good. I mean, they've fixed a lot of shit, but lore-wise, Wrath has, you know, set the bar. Uh, so yeah, that's that's who we are. That's Legends Anonymous. Don't you want to join us? We're taking applications yeah. right now. Sign up. I I accept bribes. I won't <laughs> necessarily does not money does not guarantee membership, nor does uh, any personal favors. Andrick's still paying for that one. <laughs> Wait, what? I love you, buddy. Don't question it. So, you guys are joining us here on a very special occasion. 
Because Legends Anonymous has beaten Warlords of Draenor. The game is Woo! over. We're done. <laughs> We've completed it. Now, most of you are thinking, well, how can you beat it? It's still going on. No, 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 no. We finished it. It is over. The game is done. No. Um, in that retrospect, we finally downed uh, three weeks ago. We got our heroic Archimonde killed. And you're, I'm sure you're thinking, well, it's not Mythic. No, screw you, Mythic. We're Legends Anonymous, okay? We only do heroic stuff. Mythic is for people who have no lives and no jobs. We all work, we all have something we're going back to, and that's what we do. So for us, our level of competition is heroic because we can still have fun when we're doing it, we still have a good time, and it's not fucking work. So we we downed Archimon in what may be the single greatest kill this guild has ever experienced. <laughs> and now we're going to reflect back on all the good times and sour times that we had throughout it. So as far as Hellfire Citadel and Warlords of Draenor is concerned in, in patch 6.2. Let's start off with what were your expectations going in when we first, you know, we just come off, remember patch 6.1 was nothing. We were been raiding Blackrock and High Mall for what, five or six months straight and those two patches came right after another which I think those were perfectly timed. But then we waited so long for Hellfire to come out. So this was the culmination patch if you will. So I mean, Feel free to chime in, guys. What what were your expectations going into six point two? Um, I'll I'll go ahead and start first. Um, we took like over a month break after we got heroic black hand down, and it, the take a break bug had literally just wiped out um, a lot of our players and a lot of WoW's players. Um, so for me, it was more of a rush to get back on our feet, get our players ready to go, because I knew Hellfire Citadel was going to be an awesome raid. It's a big 13-boss raid. It's going to be mechanically challenging. And then 6-2, I thought was going to be a great patch. It wasn't going to be the best one they did. But, I mean, you had Tanan Jungle, you had Mythic Dungeons, you had Time Walker stuff. Um, so my expectations for 6-2 was, here we go. Here's Here's a really good big long raid for us to really sink our teeth into and it didn't disappoint um we'll go into more detail later yeah, but lost, i think hellfire we lost like what's half up? our people right from black more more, yeah, more or less how at many, least 60 uh, can you guys name everybody in our guild right now that got aotc from all three raids with us i besides the uh, besides the five of us yes grand bright eyes grand uh wigs Andrasti, that's it just nine of us that's yeah, crazy. Nine. And we normally yeah. raid like, what, 20, 20 people, people, 25, sometimes. yeah. I think 6.1 was a big part of the blame there because 6.1 was just, it was like the worst patch I've ever seen Blizzard put out. There was no content was there. Yeah. So the gap between the gap between the release of Blackrock to HFC was just like, there was nothing to do. Once you cleared Blackrock, you were sitting there on your hands just waiting for something else new to come out. And so when HFC came out, I think the overall atmosphere in the guild was just pure excitement. Everyone was just excited to get into a new raid, see something new, do some new bosses, just be doing progression with each other again, as opposed to farming the same shit we've been doing for four months. Yep. Just to kind of piggyback on that, exactly what, like I echo Andrick's uh, comments, 6.1 was really the worst patch. I mean, if you could even call it a patch. Yes, yeah, I was going to say. I'm doing uh, 6.1 right now, okay? 6.1 yeah, yeah, patch. Yeah. Take a quick selfie. It, it, there it, you go. <laughs> 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 one second, one second. It, it really felt like an update. 
Yeah, that's all yeah. it was because they updated. I mean, they had a lot of quality of life stuff, but I mean, there was nothing for there was nothing for people to do. So if you had cleared the raid, um, there was no outside environment. There was no um, event, anything for people to do. So when 6.2 came and HFC came along with it, I mean, it gave a chance for people to actually have new content. Um, and also you had Tenan Jungle that was coming along with it. So it kind of also had the potential of your alts, people actually starting to play their alts again because keeping in mind that for the at least for myself, I didn't get a chance to really play my alts because of the whole garrison mechanics and how that works. But then with Tenan coming up, you had a chance at the baleful items that were dropping, so that gave a rise to like the alts. Now, do you think if they released Tenan at six point one, it would have been a little bit better? To yes. Yeah. If they released Tenan yes. and the shipyard in six point one, my opinion of WoW would be much better. Like, yes. Much, much, much better. But they yep. didn't, so... Yeah, what do you think, Failure? Uh, yeah, uh, I think I think they, they the message was poor. They, they called it 6.1, but released the patch completely devoid of any content. Uh, while Twitter integration and selfies are interesting additions to the game, they don't constitute content. And, and when you elevate a patch and use that sort of 6.0 version, you create an expectation that uh, it's a content patch, and it wasn't. So uh, I think they would have been much better off just naming it like 6.01 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I think they should have just slipped it right in. And, like yep. Excel on date night. Hot fix. <laughs> oh! <laughs> How long do we make it before the first rape joke? <laughs> Longer than I would have thought. Did, yeah, we did yeah, pretty good. Yeah, we yeah, did yeah, pretty yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what you know it's funny about 6.2 like i think the best patch wow's ever come out with was either um either 3352 or 54 and 62's not you know breaking that that uh, that mold like it's it's sta it, it but it's standing the test of time there's still a lot left to do in 62 there's still a lot of stuff you can do in hellfire um i think it's a big long good raid that has a lot more mechanics than Siege of Ogremar did. I actually, besides, you know, Siege of Ogremar had a lot more cooler fights, but they were much more concentrated, and I think they really spread out Hellfire. I thought the encounter design was great. Like, every fight had something cool about it, pretty much, except for Hellfire Assault. Hellfire Assault is the worst boss fight I've ever seen in my life, but <laughs> they Hellfire spread it, They spread the love in Hellfire. The Flame Leviathan fight without Flame Leviathan. Exactly. Oh, yes. Well, if you look at, if you compare it to like Siege of Ogremar, like the best boss fights were concentrated in the last four: Thok, Siegecrafter, uh, and Garage. Where, you know, if you ask anybody in our guild, they've all got a different favorite fight. You know, everyone likes Archimonde; it's probably the best fight. But every fight, somebody might like that one better than than they do. It's just you'll get a mixed poll on that one. Yeah, so. I, I think one of the uh, really interesting things about 6.2 will be that I think it will have a very good legacy. I think it introduces some some things to the game that will have a lasting impact. I think Time Walkers is something that we will be doing several years from now. Um, and, and I think I think Mythic Dungeons, I, I have a personal bias. I really like challenging content in a smaller group. Um, I think those two concepts will live on long beyond 6.2 and we'll look back uh, you know, a year from now or whenever, and 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 look at six two as a very 
a very important patch because those 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 two things I think will live on long beyond six two, long yeah. past six two. I totally agree, and I'm going to pigeon yep. off what uh, failure was saying because I've been saying this for a while. I, I know I talked your heads off about this, but WoW has so much content over the last ten years that's been alive that just nobody does anything with. And the fact that they make just events to get people to log in on the weekend. Hey, come on. You might not play all week. Come in on the weekend. We're going to give bonus stuff. Win these badass amounts. You can earn them this way. Like, just do some Recycle it. I mean, there's some stuff to tickle our nostalgia fix. Yeah. I, I love going back into Ukard Pinnacle. Like, I go, holy shit. I remember this when this is content. It was hard. Oh, my God. It is fucking hard. Holy crap. That was awesome. I mean, 6.2, like I, I, like I was saying before, Mechanically, gameplay-wise, Blizzard has kept improving with every patch. They've done something to improve our quality of life, given us a reason to log in, and pretty much stopped us from pulling our hairs out. Because if you compare the game back in vanilla versus now, like how people play, it's night and day. Some people say, well, I miss how hard and challenging it was like that. Yeah, you miss it because you were in college, you didn't have a job, kids, wife, and anything to do. Now when you only have so many hours in the day, you only have certain time to play, you want to get down to the nitty-gritty and the good stuff. Yeah. So I love 6.2 for that fact. I love the fact. I hope it keeps coming. Yeah, and another thing that, that came, I'm not too sure if it came in 6.2, but it definitely came uh, in Warlords, which kind of creeped in, and some people don't even maybe realize how good this feature is, is uh, the fact that you have the group finder. The group finder is amazing. Uh, and... <laughs> You, you know, you have this thing which is basically really, really good. People can do whatever they want, and you could always find someone to group up and do something with, no matter what you want, down from, like, reps or uh, whether it's running a raid or anything that you can think of, really, you, or if you just want to get that nostalgia fix. You could definitely find someone else that is interested, and you could group up with them. So I, I think, think that's one of the best things. Feature. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the best things. I think it's like the flex of this expansion, honestly. And not a lot of people realize how maybe revolutionized it's, like, it's it, how much of an impact it has in the current game it, because... No, I, I totally agree with you, simply for the fact because a lot of people complain that it's it was killing servers. Like, you can't do anything on your realm, this or that. Well, here you have hundreds of thousands of other people in different realms you're not connecting with. Sure, that mentality of being on a server, that was old school because that was all you have. Now we have this huge world. I mean, we're living in uh, an era where consoles has instant matchmaking, and we're still in WoW where you're yelling at people, begging them to heal your dungeon. Now we, we're evolving past that, and I love I love seeing the changes. I love, you know, like I said, making it, make it easier on us. Just, hey, if I want to connect and turn my mind off for a bit and do a dungeon, awesome. But people get mad. Oh, hey, I don't talk to people anymore. Why not? Open your fucking mouth and say something. Hey guys, let's do something funny today. Or how? Where's everybody from? I talk in in a group finder and everyone talks back. If you're not, I mean, if you're being, you know, a shy Sally, how's that their fault? Well, I think the group finder is a is a good thing, and I think a lot of players will just use that to kind of just okay, let me just get in Zergen and get through. And um, Blizzard has kind of disconnected. I wouldn't say they did it, but I think the players did it to themselves. Like, right now we're on Skype talking to people across the country because we want to. And I think that the players need to get their desire back to socialize with each other. Even though there's tools to make it so you can't do it, I think that it kind of falls on us. If we if we want to socialize with players, do what I did. Do what me and Dr. Legend did. Find a group of players, 
play together. And if you can't play with us, hell, a lot of our raiders that can't make raid every night, they'll hop in on Group Finder real quick and find a group to play with. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. I just I think that if the players want to socialize, they have to kind of go out there and do it. Like nobody made you a Facebook account; you made it and you picked your friends. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. I think uh, one one thing I would have liked to see is is uh, right when when they introduced the group finder, they, Blizzard's sort of endorsing the the pug. Uh, you know, they this is how you're expected to play. I would have liked to have seen them introduce a better guild finder first because I think mm-hmm. that's a, a better way to play WoW. Yes. You know, not a guild isn't for everyone, but like, you know, I I played this game for ten years and and I play it because the relationships I have and I think with the group finder the anonymity of it, it it doesn't give you that same satisfaction and while I think the group finder was needed and it was always going to be eventually part of WoW I would have liked to see them introduce a superior group uh, guild finder excuse me into a game first because you want to push people in that direction to form uh, you know consistent groups that play together week in and week out because that's that's where the game shines that's when the game's at its best is when you're with a regular group and you can and and you can form those friendships like we all have. Yeah, that guild finder is a piece of shit. It is. Yeah. You just send <laughs> out yeah. people. Hey, it's surprising because I, I, book, a lot of book other MMOs have just ridiculously fleshed out guild directories or guild spams. I mean, anything you can just search and find a guild that meets whatever criteria you're looking for. And the fact that WoW doesn't have that is just strange. I mean, honestly, if Pornhub has a fucking section to search for all that shit, why can't I? <laughs> really? I, I have not joined a Pornhub guild yet. Maybe I'm <laughs> You are playing this you game wrong. You are missing out, my friend. Yes. You are missing out. It's on Goldshire. <laughs> on Goldshire. Everywhere is Moonguard. Moon- yeah, everywhere. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you make a great point, uh, Andrick, and that's... What I, if I'm gonna try on Bl- when we go to BlizzCon? I'm gonna try and go up and ask the question: Why have you taken away all of the good things about being in a guild? They took away the level 25 guild. They took away all the guild perks. They're not making being in a guild the priority. Even though you have options to not do it if you don't have the time, which a lot of players don't, they really need to kind of bring it back to the guild. The guild is the heart and soul. And if you look at the forums right now, guilds are suffering. They're dying. They're just they got no support, and there's we we had Blizzard can put tools in play to make it easier on uh, players to join guilds and make it more appealing to join a guild. Like I always said, if you've got a full hundred percent guild group and the guild's been together, like you're at that account's been in the guild for longer than like thirty days, I think you should get bonus loot in the raid. I think there should be something else to kind of drive you to be in the guild, but. I don't think they'll do it, and it's a shame because I think guilds right now are just, it's literally just, okay, I'm going to join a guild so that way I can just kill the bosses and get the loot faster kind of thing. I don't think that's the way it should be. Well, I would really like to see Blizzard give guilds better avenues to kind of project their presence into the game world. If, I mean, like an AOC, a game that came out like almost 10 years ago now, they have criers in the major cities that you can pay to just stand in the streets and yell about your guild. Like, how fucking cool is that? That's we don't awesome. have guild keeps. We don't have guild criers. We don't have any kind of way to just kind of project the guild into the game world. I mean, I apart from that tag above players' heads, you don't see guild names on the world. You don't see guild keeps. You don't see guild banners. You don't see guild territories. You don't see anything like that that you see in a lot of other games. I'm going to 
actually, Andrew, I'm sorry to say this because I hear this from Andrew a lot about the whole guild mess. Like, Blizzard has a uh, tendency to always overcorrect whatever they do. So if something goes wrong, they turn the dial, they fucking turn it back to 10 or turn it back to zero and shut it off. With guild, the guild loving system, I think people were abusing the gold thing. They would just invite a bunch of people to the guild, piggy off their gold, and then dismiss them. That was the only thing that was wrong exactly. about it. Exactly. And like, to yeah. me, like, if, if you're in a guild like that, well, just leave. <clears throat> There yeah, are exactly. other guilds. I or mean, fix that, that yeah. one thing. Like, fix that one thing and don't, like, take out the rest. Because you if you look... Them. Well, okay. if you look at it, like, I think the guild, the guild atmosphere and being in a guild is the most important thing in this game. And that's what keeps people playing. I mean, when you look at people who have quit the game and they come back, what's their, like, number one reason that they give... Um, when they come back, is they say, the people, I miss the people, I miss the guild. Um, so, from Blizzard's side, it would have a direct correlation with uh, their their money-making because if they can improve on this guild system, which is one of the reasons that people stay playing and subscribe to this game, it will have people playing this game a lot longer. And especially during those lull times, I'm thinking things like, I would love... If we ever had like a guild quest, like remember when we had group quest, but like a guild quest, and you just went, it would be something like massive uh, that would last over like few weeks, and then you just basically progressed well, onto it. That's a brilliant idea. What if they did that for the legendary to help people get their legendaries faster on alts and stuff like that, or just in general? Like, think of one of the event I, I wish I played vanilla at one event I really wanted to do, even though I heard it was a fucking nightmare server-wide, was the uh, the war effort on Karaj. Yeah, I, I, yes. I, I, I yes. love hearing about it, reading stories, and watching videos. I was like, oh man, it would be great to be a part about a part of that. But then I'm hearing like, oh, I, I get the Silithus, and all of a sudden my screen would flash, and I'm in Ironforge all of a sudden. Like, how did mm -hmm. I get here? It was bad. But bring something similar. Imagine if we had a guild quest where we. We have raids now where we scale bosses and difficulties by the number of players. What if we did something similar via exactly. guilds where we said, hey, if you have X number of people participating, you need to get X stacks of these items, kill X number of bosses per week. Like, the guild perks via, hey, if you kill a raid boss, we give you 1,000 gold. Great. What if, why don't they add all 14 bosses? Why don't you get 1,000 gold for each one? Like, or just it make stop? it exponent. Well, just make it more appealing for a guild to rerun content like okay well if you keep killing these bosses in a 100% guild group maybe you'll get a chance to get more warforged gear or something like yeah. they've got a right now the wow player base is very incentive they need something to do it's no longer just uh, wow is no longer in unto itself appealing there needs to be more attached to it and they need to kind of push people they need to, to push the guild in a sense more incentive to be in a guild and keep running in that guild, not hop guilds and and all these things, because it's just it's just a nightmare for the player base. Because most players that were there when their guild collapses, they collapse as a sub, and that's not a good thing. No, it's it's shitty to see, but God, you know, with all this all this stuff going around with the uh, updated mechanics and trying to figure out what happened to the player base, it's really disheartening sometimes because you see. All those subscribers that just left, like, what, three months after WAD launch? It was just, it was the biggest high, like, any, every, ask everyone in our guild. Zell was like, oh, it'll be back to 10 million. They're like, screw you, Zell, 10 million, who? <laughs> I no called one's it. back to this game. And then, like, we saw the numbers, like, oh, what? Yep. Come again? And then we were flabbergasted, and then, sure as shit, 
what three months later they all went fucking away and mm -hmm. I, th I think you were were kind of saying is right it's content wise I mean this is like Worlds of Generous it was pretty much one of the biggest expansions on the fucking hype train like literally yeah. we had a boss with a fucking train on it that's how much hype <laughs> this this fucking expansion had and it, Man, well, I mean, oh, it was man. supposed to be Burning Crusade 2.0, right? So everybody that played during BC saw all those familiar characters and all those familiar places, and they're like, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be just like BC. Yeah. But it didn't was. They no, it's... Well, uh... it was. Didn't they have, like, an axe in the middle of, like, New York or something? Yeah, it was in a taxi cab in Times Square. Yeah, wow. you know... You know, I'm not, like... I'm not one to try and, like, judge, you know... Um, how like everyone right now wants to crap on warlords where we've got this next expansion coming up legion uh, I, i'm not completely sold that like you know the player base in effect and i'll be brief on this one told blizzard <laughs> shut up so don't shake your head at me the, the player base told blizzard we don't like all this stuff to do like mr pandaria in terms of content was one of the most content filled expansions ever and the subs went like this so they said okay they don't want to do dailies they don't want to do all this other stuff they just want to log in they want to raid they want to have a good questing experience they want to have good raiding experience they get they want player housing we gave it to them, and boom. So in my in my perspective, I don't jobs. That wasn't really player housing. You had to log <laughs> in every fucking character Farms. to get that. I, oh. I'm not completely sold that it was really the expansion. I just think that the player base doesn't know what they want, and Blizzard doesn't know what the players want either. I think that I, I think that it's just it, it's hard to curtail your audience when they don't even know what they want. Well, I well, think Warlords was an okay expansion. I mean, it was pretty good, except for the lack of content. If it had had more content, if we had had Bladespire, Citadel, and, and what was the Alliance capital that we were supposed to get, I don't remember the name of. Yeah, if we were, if we had gotten Carabor and Bladespire, Citadel, and, you know, we'd gotten all those different things they had talked about, like being able to move your garrison to whatever zone you wanted to be in, I think WoW would be a probably top two expansion for me, but they didn't, because yeah. there's just not... There's just nothing to do. I mean, it's like the exact opposite of Mop Release. Mop Release, they had so much content, you could spend four hours doing all of the dailies and just not want to play anymore and still have plenty of content left over. Whereas with WAD, specifically in 6.1, you raided and that was it. I mean, well, log in for 10 minutes before you go to work to do your garrison and that was it. There wasn't anything else to do, really. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I am a Blizzard fan, like, through and through. It breaks my heart to, like, say anything bad about Blizzard, but they really dropped the ball. To be they, fair, they... you're a weird fan. Your mop is your favorite expansion. Come on. Get out of here, yo, mop. I think we'll be here your all mop. night. <laughs> yo, mop. Yo, mop, my mop. I gotta disagree with you guys a little bit here, because, see, you can't say content makes an expansion, because Mr. Pandaria was content, and the subs dropped, so well, if content makes an expansion, then Mr. Pandaria would have been the best one ever with 20 like million subs. Good content makes expansion. The content in exactly. mop wasn't engaging, like, at all. It was almost automated. I'd have to turn my brain off to do all those days. Well, timeless. Well, Isle of Thunder and Timeless Isle. That's. I thought that was pretty decent content. Isle of Thunder. I will give them Isle of Thunder. I liked Isle of Thunder. I did not like Timeless Isle. I thought it was boring. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, will I say agree. this. It is tried and true, proven. Lore drive this game. How? Yes. Look at look at the mm -hmm. fucking expansions. We got we got vanilla. It goes up like this. Okay, we're starting brand new characters, new lore right after uh, 
Frozen Throne, awesome. Then we got BC. Oh shit, what are we doing? We're attacking the Burning Legion. We're going into Outland. We're doing this cool shit. What happened? Oh, fucking ICC comes out. We're going here. We're fighting the Lich King. And then what the fuck do we do? Deathwing. Oh, oh, and Deathwing dropped the ball. So right there at that moment, Blizzard fucked yep. up their lore royally. And the game suffered for it. And everything since then, every expansion patch, everything they've done lore-wise has dropped the ball. And I really feel Hellfire Citadel is the worst raid lore-wise than any other raid they've ever put out. Bar none. Yeah. I don't give a shit why we're in there. I don't care. I just want to get my loot and get out. That's how bad it is. Well, it's just so disjointed from the rest of the expansion. It's like there's so much shit going on. They don't explain it all. Like fucking Grom just suddenly being an ally. I don't. Where did that even come from? Oh yeah. By the like, it halfway through the fucking game, Urel pushes Blackhand's shit in a fucking warlord. She fucking kicks the shit out of him, and then all of a sudden Grom's good because he got captured. Yep. Somebody explain this to me. <laughs> Honestly, we'll there's no explanation. It was, from a lore perspective, this was the worst expansion. Um, almost to the point where some of the things didn't even make sense. And it was, just seemed like they were putting things together. It seemed like they knew how the expansion wanted to end. But somewhere down the line, there was something happened. And they just kind of glued stuff together to kind of patch up this expansion and have it completed because there's a lot of information that doesn't make sense. There's a lot of things that could have been explored that were not explored, um, which unfortunately left this content, uh, which is why people say that there's no content because there's a lack of story, there, there's a lack of content, which makes this one of the worst expansions in my opinion. Uh, and I would say that if Blizzard is looking to make two-tier expansions similar to this then having one of their patches being devoid of content is really not the way to go especially if, if they're going to go with the two-tier model it's got to be bang 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 uh, exactly well, what they what they could have done zell was remember in miss they had five one and five three that kind of were like a bridge between five two and five four where like five three kind of bridged you into the story of yes. where garage was going um so for the lore guys i think that would have helped like maybe six two would have been like a bridge where you might do a little scenario with with the uh, with grom uh, well no like well six one could have been a bridge to like, well, if, it, if it was two tiers, and like, yeah, six one could have been like a bridge to six two, instead of just being nothing. Like they could have done some type of quest line, daily quest, where okay, you need to gather up these things to help break out Grom, but then you fail, and you and now you got to go into Hellfire Citadel and handle this. Yeah, because there's no real explanation of why we're helping Grom. Like he started all of this. He invaded Azeroth. We were he told, killed. Remember, we were told he was going to be the end boss. He was yeah. he was confirmed yeah. to be the end boss, and what it happened? turned out not to be. Well, I I, think... I... Go ahead, Jake. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Andrew. I was just going to say, I think as far as Grom suddenly not being the end boss, I think it has probably something to do with Blizzard trying to segue into Legion and not yes. realizing they needed to do it until very late in development for WOD. Yes. So they're like, oh shit, how do we lead into Legion when the last boss is just going to be Grom? I mean, there were... There were a bunch of ways they could have done it and still stuck with Grom being the last boss, but I think they just got so flustered with all the negative feedback and the sub drop and all that that they just 
said, you know, fuck it, we're going to take the easy route and we're just going to set the next expansion to be what they really want out of an expansion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll probably never know exactly what happened, but it, it certainly, you just look at that, you know, statue you get for killing uh, Archimonde in your <laughs> garrison. It's like a fight between Khadgar and Gul'dan. It never happened. It yeah. never happened. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so holy shit, I didn't even realize that. Why oh the, the the why we don't we'll never know. They'll never tell us. But we know it was cut short and we're headed to Legion. Yeah, I well, I, <laughs> I I wanted to like get a, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, um, I wanted to shift gears really quickly into the encounter design of Hellfire Citadel. Um, and I wanted to start with either Failure or Andric, because uh, you guys probably have the most rating experience. In terms of encounter design, what do you guys think of Hellfire Citadel? I'll amazing. start with Failure. Oh, that's all I have to say about <laughs> it. That's all I have to say about it. It was amazing. Yeah. What do you oh, think, yeah. Uh, there, there's good variety. Um, there's lots of bosses with uh, different mechanics that we haven't necessarily seen before, which, you know, given the amount of content that they've done over the last 10 years, is actually quite impressive uh, that they were able to come up with some new stuff. Uh, you know, I I can't think of a really bad boss in there. Maybe Zacoon. maybe Silkrith. Silkrithar, I, I think Zakun is a fairly good fight, despite our, our struggles. <laughs> time. Struggles, from, yeah. From, from a design, when somebody you know randomly DPSs <laughs> yeah. the boss when they're supposed to heal. Who's mm, yeah. yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. It, it it's very rare, and from all the previous uh, you know tiers of rating that you can look at a look at an instance and not say, well, that's that boss sucked. Most yeah. most of them have a boss that sucks, and and Hellfire, I don't really think it does. No, I. Uh... Yeah. Well, assault, but I, assault. I don't count assault as a boss. Okay, a boss oh, yeah. is a big guy. That's the trash. Got to fight. That, that was a trash, trash. mob. Even though that was kind of lame, though, it kind of added to the theme of your assaulting Hellfire Citadel. Like yeah. it might not have been the greatest boss, but thematically, it was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. It had great potential. Much well, I, like I, Deathwing. Oh, <laughs> but Deathwing could have been the yeah. best fight in the world. It could it should have been Onyxia and Lich King combined. It could have been the best whatever. But was I, I know exactly. Like I, I bitch about this fight because Lorewise was supposed to be good. Just to go briefly in it, but think about how big Deathwing is. How are you expecting some little fucking nut right in front of him to, with a shield and a little dinky sword to hold <laughs> his attention? Like, well, it's that, they could have done it in phases. They could have done it like you know he turns into like his human they, form and then. We didn't have the elixir of giants growth yet. That was in, that was in the garrisons. We were waiting on that. <laughs> Al Alchemists still haven't made it. Um, so, what were your guys' favorite fights in Hellfire and why? I'll start with you, Doctor Legend. I mean, as a healer, I like I loved Iron Reaver just because there was so much shit going on and the bars are just going crazy. It to me, it represents the perfect balanced fight where it's not too difficult, but if you screw shit up, I mean, the raid's fucked. You could lose a few people and not have to just wipe it. Um, it I, to me, that should have been the first fight. Like you're breaking in, and all of a sudden, like Leviathan and Ulduar, the fucking Iron Reaver kicks the doors down and goes, "Oh, by the way, bitch, I'm here. You gotta fight me now." Like, oh fuck. I think I think he was a great fight. Um, second, probably Gorfine. Gorfine was a lot of fun. What about you, Zell? Yeah, um, just Gorfine was really, really good. I uh, loved, from a healer perspective, how there was, like, this 
you know, uber phase where you just had to kind of survive and, you know, make sure, just throw cooldowns at the boss until he finished through that phase. It was really, really cool. I love that fight. Uh, close second was, um, what was that bird guy? Iskar. 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 Iskar was really, really cool. I thought that mechanic with the, um, the, uh, the, the talisman or whatever was really, really cool. I thought that more of those type of fights is, is something that I'd be really looking forward to. Yeah, you liked it. I thought Marcus was going to kill himself on that heroic <laughs> <laughs> I love... Uh, uh, Iskar was probably my favorite as a DPSer because I was an what? elemental shaman. Yeah, Iskar... Oh, I love just... I hated that fight. I hated like raid leading that fight. I hated raid time. leading that fight. The but ads, I mean, come on. Obviously, Archimonds, in my opinion, is the best, but Gorfine and Iskar were just so mechanically good. Like, just so many different ways to do it and, and all that stuff. But, yeah. What about you, Failure? Um, yeah, you know, Gorfine, obviously, it's been said. I think that's probably my favorite. I'll give a, a shout-out to Zol as well. Uh, you know, it's not a, an encounter that a lot of people will lift at their top, but I, I think... Uh, you know, it was difficult and presented a lot of challenges uh, in different ways. Uh, sort of combining the ads with the more standard boss mechanics of, you know, don't stand in this. It, it, it got it got really hectic at the end, and, and I think that's, uh, you know, I think that's good. I like, I like those kind of fights where it's like you get to the end and you're like, oh, my God, we're so close, but it's... You're just stressing to get yes. it to get that last final, you know, ten percent down. I, will I, say always, it was the most I always find that fun. Design fight, and I love unique fights like that where you're not just yes. okay, just fill the bars up, don't yep. stand at this. Like, fuck, we need to blow this shit up now, go. Or it's yeah. it's like it's like a soft rage timer, but not because then it blows up and then you start back over again. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Andrick? Definitely Gorfine, just because Feast was so much fun to heal. I mean, there's not a whole lot of points. There weren't a lot of points in Hellfire where the healers just got to take the gloves off and just fucking go at it. And Feast was that every single time, pretty much. Um, I don't know, Progression Zakun was pretty tough that way. <laughs> fuck that fight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that there wasn't, fight. There wasn't really much to heal on that fight, because everyone would just die. And yeah. Can't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> heal it's like seeds. And Zakun fucking nuked the raid, dude. That was it. <laughs> Well, you, yeah, it's funny, red button. you know, it's funny you mentioned, uh, Andrick, the uh, the Feast of Souls. That, as a raid leader, that was my favorite portion of a fight to ever raid lead because I had my my uh, Exorcist raid tools cooldowns and I just got to sit there and just go to town like Smoke Bomb, Rally, Revival, Healing Tide, Him. It was just like total focus, nothing but just Zergen and cooldowns. That was like my favorite portion of this raid was just that one mechanic and i i can't say enough and the other fights too they're they're all great Zolharak was great Valhari yeah. was fun manaroth phase three or phase four was amazing archimon was was am it was just a great raid i mean i can't it, it was definitely like it was kind of like a an album where top to bottom it's good there was nothing great but it was just top to bottom just a, a damn good raid and i think they yeah. did a, they knocked it out of the park yeah, well, well, the last fifteen percent of Arkhamon was my second favorite by far because it was just yeah. so crazy. Shit was just <laughs> it, shit literally hits the fan. It's just fucking yeah. nuts. God, that was too intense. Every time, well, just going in there with the uh, coming out of that second or third Nether team and just running like hell, like oh shit, I gotta go fucking fix this crap. <laughs> I I think it's too almost too hectic. Like there's just so yeah. much shit that can go wrong like in yeah. an instant. Like heroic Sakun. <laughs> We joke about Zakun and everything like that, but you guys don't know. 
when we did it on normal, we had no idea what the mechanics were. We would just burn them, like, oh, this boss is a piece of shit. And we go in heroic, like, oh, same thing, right? Same thing. <laughs> that was the biggest jump, in my opinion, was was normal Zakun to heroic Zakun because the first I think we two shot it on normal. We didn't we knew the mechanics, but we didn't really know them because they weren't of relevance to us. It was WoW mechanics 101. Don't be stupid. Don't fuck up. That was it. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. I just turned the fucking knob up, overcorrect stuff. Oh, by the way, we're gonna wipe your way now. I, mean, I didn't. I ahead. didn't think that like just. Just to kind of add to it, like the first time that we did it, we were so used to doing it on normals that when we tried it on heroic, I was like, okay, I'll go DPS, you know, like just, it doesn't matter. Uh, this yes, boss it is does so matter. <laughs> uh, Tell us first. <laughs> the only way I know obviously, he's healing is on my fucking bars when I see him on the meters. Like, why is it still on the meters? <laughs> what 25% into the boss. He's like, shut up. Yeah, I knew he wasn't because I didn't see fucking Healing Titan Spirit Link on Exorcist. I'm like, Zell, <laughs> motherfucker. I try to sneak those in when I can. You know what I, I love the most, though, about the way they design encounters both in High Malt BRF and, and Hellfire was it, they learned their lesson from Thok is they literally made mechanics and designed the boss fights specifically so you wouldn't do X. Like, they made it so you couldn't stack at certain points in the fight. They made it so, like on Zakun, Zakun has no adds, so the players automatically think, okay, it's just one boss, I can zerg it, and they threw all these mechanics in there to make sure that you couldn't just zerg it down except on normal. And, and that's the one thing I think that encounter design-wise, they compensated for, like in Blast Furnace, Every mechanic in the book is in Blast Furnace, okay? They've got Volatile Fire. You can't stand here. You can't stack. You have to deep... It's just... They compensated for... I think they overcompensated for how players, um, you know, strategize their raids to the point where it was... I think it was a little too much, but they made it so every fight you couldn't just do X. Okay, in this fight, we're just going to stack and burn. You can't do that because they added extra mechanics in there. Yeah. What, what I really liked about this, like overall rating experience in uh, Warlords was that almost all the bosses had really good flavor. Like, not just mechanics, but they had a flavor to them. Like, they were unique. Some of them introduced new uh, mechanics. So, like, when you did, like, uh, what was the boss with the hands? Cromog, was it? Which one? Cromog or Cormog. <laughs> Cormog, yeah. they both had hands. Yeah. 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 We're not talking about the Hulk Hogan? <laughs> yeah, but that was such a cool mechanic and you know like it was so unique like that was it had such flavor uh, so that's one of the things I really really liked about this rating experience speaking uh, about that how many bosses in Hellfire can you guys think of where you would go back to this mechanic is just like X-Boss yeah the encounter designers were definitely on point with HFC yeah. there's not a lot of rehash mechanics and content I'm, I'm thinking about it now I'm like fuck well, Zulharak has very similar styles as like a blast furnace kind of, where you can't really stack because the the ads will kite you and nuke you, and you, you, there's similarities to like where in this fight they don't want you to do X. But in terms of like re repeat mechanics, I can't think of one. Like this is you know very there's very little. It's completely unique and great. See, I, yeah. th I think failure can attest to this because back in Wrath and other raids, you would always say, well, this mechanic is just like this, so if you guys have done this boss, you should be able to smoke it, right? You couldn't yep. do that. It was like everyone had to relearn every single boss anew. It wasn't just walking in there, here's your loot, guys, get out. Yep. 
They re they reused the the art from Cormorock, uh, the hands. But <laughs> <laughs> Except they drag you into a pool. unacceptable blizzard. <laughs> fucking unsub. This is unsub, expansion's done. garbage. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm done. Blizzard's yeah, dead. Up. Wild killer. Pick it up. Wild star come. this fall. Free to play. <laughs> Free to play. Coming up with original stuff is hard, man. And that's one yeah. thing that 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 I I don't uh, I I can't fault for someone that can't come up with an original idea because it's. It's hard, man, and, and they have so many encounters to design, and I, they just they perfected their art. Hey, so we yeah. talked a lot of shit, but next time we got to censor that pussy on your screen. <laughs> <laughs> She's, your cat's like, what the fuck is he talking? Is he talking to me? What is he looking at me for? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, funny, bitch, turn funny, around. Funny story about Zell's cat. I was raiding with Zell back in Siege of Ogremar, and his cat had hopped on top of his laptop and pushed the push to talk key. And this is how <laughs> Zell raids without him knowing. His, his mic was hot, and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, Zell, healing's intense, man. <laughs> if, if, if Zell hates an encounter, you'll not hear him at all. You, we didn't hear him on Twin Ogren. We didn't hear him on What's His Face in Blast Furnace. Who's the guy uh, that Twin rolls? Ogren. Who's the guy that uh, rolls in Blast Furnace? Oh, uh, Orgy Gorger. Orgorger. Dead silence. Just I had to concentrate. concentrate. <laughs> if anybody want to watch, it wants to watch the greatest like you know non-reaction reaction is to watch our Manoroth kill again and watch uh, f the look on Failure's face. He's just sitting there Ooh. chilling. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no faith. He's like, we're done. He's, it's over. he's sitting there like this. As soon as he dies, he's just staring at it. Everyone's going nuts. He's just like, oh, we killed the boss. Wow. I had no faith in you guys. <laughs> no, I, I was pretty sure we were wiping. But we didn't. I thought we were wiping on that Archimon kill, too, the final one. I was in the nether. I was on the sacrifice team. I was staring at a bar that I couldn't see up top. And I I'm felt, like, I felt bad. I ran backwards past the meteor when that happened, when I should have went forwards. And I was at a site, and I still had Guardian Spirit up to throw on Pope to keep him alive a little longer. I was like, "Oh man, if we if we die here, I was like, oh, I gotta save this. We gotta have it." But uh, does anyone else? I know we were talking about it earlier, but anyone else like get that feeling that once we down the boss, like the game feels over, like because of the yeah. content's so scarce. Yeah, and the expansion. Yeah, like yeah. I, we're as a guild, we're always trying to come up with new stuff to do and get get people going like we started doing alt raids because we normally like we bring people in we have a our own loot system so we keep people going on the same characters just to keep it balanced and make sure we know who's coming along and everything like that now we're doing alts and we're trying to do other fun stuff but if going off with 6.2 do you think the event system where they're doing weekly stuff like that there's another way they could hopefully expand upon a warlord's drainer to get guilds more involved like yeah, yeah, guild events. Well, we have stuff where guilds can do, like, hey, finish a raid boss, you get a thousand gold. Yeah. Would would you want to see a guild quest system? Come well, I think play? they could expand on the garrison system and turn it into guild halls and just flesh out yes. guilds completely. Give us presence in the world, let us put our banners down, let us do expansion along quest chains with our guild, let us just be a guild. Because, I mean, right now, it's less of a, an actual MMO guild and more of just a group of people who like to play with each other. It's a tag above your head right now is yeah. all a guild is right Devil's now. Yeah. Back in Wrath, some people, some people say the best time to play, we had a city 
main city is a central hub to go to, and that's what everyone loved. The only reason you'd go out of there, Dalaran, was to go to the auction house. Do you yeah. think a guild hall would take away from that? I think it would, honestly. Like, yeah. you know, because the garrison isolated people, but then again, people could choose to, to go out, but there was nothing to go out to do. So I think a guild hall needs to be kind of. It needs to be. It, how about have it your guild hall instance? Let's say if it's in Legion instance in Dalaran, where kind of like you just go into your guild hall. It's it's not grandiose, but it's just something like go in there, see your achievements. Maybe you can like put a screenshot up there or your monuments, but just something that the guild has that nothing else has. But I think you make a great point. It could take away from the world because then you're just isolated somewhere else, not a garrison, but your guild hall. I feel like it would depend on how they flesh it out, because there have been lots of games that have done guild halls, and it didn't take away from the capital at all. I mean, specifically on the PvP front, they could do something like um, Warfronts and Wildstar, where you've got two big bases, and you fight each other. Just make it guild versus guild PvP. I mean, and, also, and let, let people bring in ringers. I mean, Also, one of the problems with garrisons that we faced this expansion was the fact that you literally didn't have to do like you literally didn't have to step out of your garrison like you had your uh, herbs there you had the mine there you had your professions there so make the guild hall just that like a guild hall but don't put everything that's that people are going to do in this expansion inside of that guild hall give them a reason to go out give them a reason to go to the uh, capital city um, and then just have the guild hall kind of like just a trophy room or like a socializing area because people will be would love the guild hall and they'll still have reasons to leave the, the guild hall put a bar in there so you can buy drinks and just yes i want trumpeters <laughs> there's all kinds of stuff you could do you could set it up so that people can turn in crafting materials to give the guild like a week-long buff to whatever Bingo. Um, Bingo. So many Write different things down, they could do. Blizzard. Hashtag yeah. awesome idea. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, I'd love like a trumpeter every time someone comes in, just says like, boop, 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 announcing Sir Zelgadis. Like, you know. Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. No, that's he a good idea. That means Zel Let's not start this on this podcast. Uh, no. No, I think that's good. What if I miss, you know how they're doing, uh, the monthly events or the holiday events and stuff like that. They always, we always have the Dark Moon Fair. What if you did stuff to get like a mini Dark Moon Fair in your yeah. guild hall where you'd have special events and you'd have people working? Yeah, like a guild festival. Yeah. I mean, there's like so that. many there's so many guild centric things that don't detract from the main game that they could do, like the little buffs, the festival, I mean add a tavern in where you can only get like specific kinds of foods that have minimal stat increases. I mean, there's just so many things they could do that they haven't. I think what's going to stop them, and it's the same reason why the, the guild perks, the guild talent system became a guild perk, is they don't want the guild master to control everything, but what if you know you would just have the guild vote on things? I think that would stop them, but then again, I think Blizzard wants to embrace, like, log in and play the game how, we don't want to detract people that aren't in guilds, but I don't think they realize that making guild-centric things would keep players logged in. It's obviously because they're not in a great guild like Legends Anonymous, not recruiters. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes. No. Uh. Um, it, I always feel like they're, they cater to, you know, the squeaky wheel. Squeaky wheel gets the grease or whatever. And a lot of people say, hey, I don't want to be in a guild. I want to be on my own game. They don't want to get people bust. But think about this. I mean, when they design raids and stuff like that, how many times do they design those really hard encounters where – how many times have you heard a pug doing mythic content? 
honestly. Very few. Not until like the end tier of an expansion where other raiders are pugging in. Like I'm talking about 100%. Let's just put this together and do it. I mean, they're designed for guilds, and I think they should just take a step back and say, "Hey, look, guys. I know you like solo content. We got plenty of that stuff for you. There's stuff you could do on your own." But we have stuff that we want to cater to our players who decide to play as a game. I mean, they really need to make it so that us, as players in a guild, have more stuff to do and have reasons to keep coming in to play. And not quit your guild or say, oh, guild can't down the boss, so I'm going to go pug it. And, and, and detract from the social experience. And I think that's that's the key is, is what will keep more players playing is that they have friends to play with. Um, just playing while I, I played almost all of 5.0 by myself in LFR. I didn't last very long. I lasted only a couple of months. Can I just say now Zell is touching his pussy? Yes. <laughs> well, speak, hey bro, speaking of pugs, let's briefly talk about the big nerfs that came to normals. Wow. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't call them big nerfs, but I like to think oh, of it as Christmas in October. I, I, I like. I, I want to hear, um, like, I want to hear failure's perspective on this because he's our main raid strategist. If you don't know, like, Strategist. while I do the strategist, strategist, whatever, <laughs> I do all the callouts, but. But like uh, I'm, I'm the no good. <laughs> in case in case you don't know this how this is why he's not our strategist. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Everyone just calm down. Uh, just, <laughs> everyone just calm I, the fuck down. I wanted to give him a fancy title. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Okay, he's he's. So you named him after a <laughs> shitty board game? <laughs> Stratego. <laughs> Stratego. No. But, but the way the way that our raid works is I, I do all the callouts, but failure does all of the strategy. He comes up with all of our strategy. So what do you think about these nerfs, failure? Uh, you know, I I I think at first I, I I saw them and I was a little bit like, oh, that's that's kind of weird. They removed the counter mechanics. It's very unusual and didn't feel very good about it, but. Uh, you know, I, there was a dev response uh, to all the questions people were asking, and, and and they sort of explained it that you know we were going back to how they the original vision they set out for um, WAD, which is sort of you know LFR is it's LFR, um, and then normal is friends and family groups, heroics is you know more serious guilds like ourselves, and mythics is for no lifers, um, and I, I think. It does. It is true. Normal is probably a little tough for a guild where um, <clears throat> you're a group of friends and you wouldn't kick someone if they were su if they were really bad at the game. Um, I could see that being a bit challenging. Problems it, it, yeah, it, they, they weren't they weren't super difficult, but they weren't pushover easies. We 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 wiped and you know we're the fuck was that. <laughs> oh, I do. Marcus's vibrator. <laughs> yeah. You sure it wasn't uh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I think this does sort of move normal more towards that that vision of uh, uh, a level that's uh, anyone can do. You know, it, it's very approachable, and, and you know maybe maybe you won't one shot everything, but if you put a little bit of effort and time in, you can kill any of the bosses. And I think that's probably a good place for it to be. I hope that it helps get people you know out of LFR that maybe didn't feel they could raid into into a raiding guild that does normal and uh you know i think that it's it puts it in a good place no i i, I would agree with that and uh i think we were having a conversation <coughs> earlier like there really didn't feel like there was enough distinction between heroic and normal all <laughs> heroic was the boss had more health and he did more damage that was it and i really think they should have started scaling 
different mechanics up. Like maybe in uh, Zakoon they would just take out, you know, the stupid uh, transfer mechanic where the guy would get eaten up by the sword and fly away, and he'd come back later. Maybe just take just that section out and add it in heroic because when we when we started scaling content up that way in Wrath and everything else, Heroic and Normal were very different encounters. Like now, normal uh, Heroic and Mythic are very different encounters. Well, or, yeah, Heroic and Mythic. So why don't they do that, just the same thing for Normal? Maybe not change the fight completely, but just, hey, take out a mechanic or two. And then just LFR be that Normal mechanic toned down so that to get people ready for Normals by saying, hey, guess what, we're just going to increase the health and we're going to increase the damage they do. All right, and go at it. The mechanics are still the same. You learn the fight. That way you don't have LFR babies coming in trying to go, well, I just run around here and I stayed alive. But <laughs> instead, use it as the training ground to get people ready for that higher level stuff. I, I think that's a great point because I think the proof's in the pudding when we got to Heroic Vilhari and two-shot it. Vilhari's the gear check. And by the time we got back to from normal Vilhari to Heroic Vilhari... We had so much gear, and we already knew the fight that we just two-shot it. Now, I'm happy that we two-shot it, but I think that there should have been an extra mechanic or a mechanic from normal should have been taken away, so that way that jump up could have been better because I think that also led to Raider Burnout where, for most of us, it was just running the same raid twice just for better gear. And I think that now that there's a distinct difference between normal, heroic, mythic, that's important. Right now, normal and heroic are kind of like this. The only difference between normal and heroic is you just have to have more gear. And I think that led to some burnout in a lot a lot of players, because more players run normal and heroic than they do mythic. I think the key to this change, though, going into Legion, is, is going to be that they need to make sure they balance the, the incentive, which is, is the gear, appropriately. One thing that that I'm particularly not a fan of is that, uh, you know, we ran normal and then heroic. I, I be, And we did that because that, you know, the heroic from the last tier, the gear, you know, the normal from the new tier still offered a lot of incentive to run it. And I think that was problematic. I'd prefer that if they build the expansion so that you, if you're a heroic guild, you can transition from heroic to heroic, right? Because mm -hmm. it just, it just doesn't feel good having to, kill the same boss twice and even if they have different mechanics it's still i still don't think it will feel feel right i think it would be much better if they they set up the sort of the the eye level scaling so that it's ex it, you you just move heroic if you're heroic guild you just go from heroic to heroic in the next tier yep agreed yeah um so just to uh to close our first show out before we say goodbye um Let's talk about favorite memory from from Hellfire Citadel. <laughs> you, want, you want to tell a story? You know, let it go. I see Zell smiling. Knows all, we all have a Zell story. I think that uh, my favorite story would be just how nuts it was during our heroic Manoroth kill. That is everything I love about raiding is being at the... Uh, <laughs> Hi, sweetie. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Hi, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't know that. Hey, do I have a story for you, girlfriend? <laughs> so, so uh, just, just to backtrack, like on heroic Manoroth, we we just started chipping away to the point where we had I think four or five people left alive, and um, 
we ended up killing the boss right at the last second, but everyone is screaming at the health slowly dying away, screaming, 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 and then bam, the boss dies. I mean, that's the closest we've ever been since maybe Heroic Blackhand, so I'd probably say definitely Heroic Manoroth just for the atmosphere and the vibe that was in TeamSpeak was just everyone screaming, kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it, and then we finally get it with like three people alive. Obviously, you're referring to the kill where I was the savior of the raid. Where oh I God! Say that about every guardian sure. spirit yeah. to save the one guy who did the most DPS and kill the boss. Had that not happened, we don't know if we killed it or not. I mean, I know it wouldn't have happened. But that's not my favorite moment. Failure. What was your favorite moment of Hellfire? Oh, there's there's been a lot. I think uh, you know. Banneroth was a good one. I think definitely our heroic Archimon kill on the last pull was of the night was uh, you know something special. Uh, <laughs> been a while since I had like uh, you know give a good nerd scream like that. It was good to get that out. Uh, Got to get your nerd scream on every now and then. Uh, that was definitely good. You know, I think we had a, we had a lot of good encounters. I think we had some nights where we went in and just you know we kicked ass in heroic and 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 we killed a whole bunch of progression bosses in a single week that was that was pretty good too but uh i think heroic archimon was definitely the highlight yeah it was really that kind of hey we did it we're done let's just relax yeah, yeah. validated the guild yeah uh andrick what about you buddy uh well besides what marcus and failure have already said every grand death Seriously, <laughs> every grand death was just—it was yeah. new and exciting, and it was just—he's the MacGyver of death, man. We like, need to bring him on the way. show one day. Just to, you, you guys back need to meet Grand Mumper because backstory on that, Andrick. You got You got to fill him on the backstory. Yeah, <laughs> who's Grand Mumper? So and we have a feral druid named <laughs> Grand Mumper. And just when you think he's going to live through a fight, he will find a way to kill himself. He can be on the other side of the room doing something off by himself, DPSing a mob by himself, and he will still die. He's blinked off of ledges with Displacer Beast three or four times now on progression pulls. I mean, it's really it's, shitty because he does such good DPS sometimes, and then he just kills himself. I guess that leads to kind of one of mine when I was streaming like my third or fourth night and I'm standing by the edge of Zulharak and I'm calling stuff out and the very first set of surges we go I just hear Grand go Ugh, and he falls <laughs> off the edge and I'm like yeah. I like turn my character around like my head like what the hell oh my god yeah. he's dead and then like the attempt after that the, the the attempt just went to shit and we called a wipe and I jumped off and Grand was already fucking down there <laughs> I, I, before we even called the wipe he had already fallen off and died it was ridiculous <laughs> I want to hear Zell's. I want to hear Zell's favorite moment. No, mine's pretty corny. Uh, it's the same as Daryl's. Basically, it was the heroic Archimon. That was my favorite of all time. Um, it really just kind of echoes what we've been talking about this whole podcast and what uh, a guild can do if they just band together and they have perseverance. I mean, we killed the boss on the last pull of the night, and it just... I felt just the burst of emotion. I mean, you could definitely see it from the kill video. I just got up and just started going <laughs> wild. Um, so that was my favorite like moment of uh, Hellfire Citadel. My favorite moment of this expansion, though, was the Ring of Fire from uh, War Steiner. <laughs> War Steiner. <laughs> that was my favorite. Was yes. To, to fill you guys in on, on Ring of Fire for Rest War Steiner. Yeah, rest in peace wherever you he's, are. He's still, um, he's still at band practice. Yeah, he's still at band practice. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. 
you, you don't want Tectus how you have that fire that could be trailed around where it was probably our first or second Not pull. Tectus. Yeah, it was Tectus. Twin Overs. Yeah, Tectus. Tectus. You're supposed to run it away Zell from was the <laughs> ring of fire guy in Twin oh, Overs. No. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't know Warsteiner, God bless him. He's from Georgia. He's got a big... He's, he's just... You know, man of gold, heart of gold. He made a ring of fire around the entire raid, and I just kind of chimed in the team speak. I'm like, Warsteiner, did you just make a ring of fire? And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I <laughs> started playing, like, we the like, ring of fire song. Yeah. We didn't yeah. wipe on that attempt, either. We were just kind of like, wipe. oh, what the fuck? <laughs> um, what was your me, favorite moment? My favorite moment is not raiding at all, guys. My favorite moment is the first annual Legi Awards. Where we yes. got to honor our guildies. Yeah, you're asking yourselves, what's a Legi Award? What's this? What is this in game? Absolutely not. You only get a Legi Award if you join Legends Anonymous, not recruiting. But and I digress. Yes, we hosted an award show for our guildies to honor them with the great screw ups and accolades they have achieved when raiding through us. Because I feel like, as a guild, we need to do something more than just beyond the pixels that are in front of us on the screen. We want to invite people. We want to get people to stay with us. And I think we've cultivated that culture by doing stuff like that. And when we hosted the first Legi Awards, and uh, you guys can check it up on our YouTube channel over there. It was just, it was very well received, and it was a lot of fun. And I really hope we get to do more stuff like that again. So with that being said, thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you guys for being here. And, uh... Being a part of our first ever pod web episode castling deal. Now who can't speak English? Jesus Christ! I am coming. <laughs> up. I'm, I'm doing big things in the dictionary. <laughs> doing big things. Doing big things. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> so from all of us uh, here at Legends Anonymous, thank you guys very much, and hopefully we'll see you guys next time on episode two. Good night, everybody. Go Cubs! That sucks. Ah. Ah. Ah.